let's just dive in. We just lost our whole recording. Right. So imagine this. <laughs> so picture this. <laughs> You're in the cutest little office. Yeah, so spacious, like probably two feet um, wide and two feet tall. <laughs> and then <laughs> some light snow outside, a yeah. little plant, candle, coffee. And you're about good seven minutes into recording your podcast, and it all gets lost. <laughs> into your horror, <laughs> yeah. it's deleted. Yeah. Um, and we filmed the most, or I guess recorded the most awkward intro. Yeah. And now it's not here. So yeah. So. <laughs> so um, so this is Flip the Tables podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm Brittany, and I'm Carrie. And we, um, we come from two different worlds, and now we live in the same world. <laughs> Sounds like we're like, I'm That's from good. a bar university, she's yeah. from D.C. Yeah, like, no. where are we from? <laughs> yeah, so, um, Flip the Tables podcast. Uh, Flip the Tables is quite a name. Uh, how did we come up with that, Carrie? Um... I honestly can't remember the exact moment where we came up with it, but I think, um, oh gosh, yeah, we were both coming out of such interesting times, I would say, in this past spring, and obviously COVID, quarantine, everything, Yeah. Um, and this last summer, which is like the political climate, and the climate of the church, and what's going on, and it seems like every week there's another, like, controversial thing happening or something that is just horrible (laughs) yeah yeah and I think for both of us like um it wasn't really about like necessarily with the intent of being controversial it was like well what would Jesus do and like how do we see him interact with religious people in the bible and the pharisees and um all of those things and I think for both of us it was like where are there places in our life where we have had to flip tables inside of us and really change our viewpoint? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like what it is to be a person of faith, like continually being humbled and being like, oh, okay, this is what God's saying. And I think for both of us recently, like trusting our intuition and our gut and what we know about God yeah. to be like willing to speak when we feel something is wrong or something is against his character. Yeah. Um, but I think as women, like a faith that is that can be hard, and people can yeah. think you're super intense yeah. and um, all of these things, and it's like, it's just integrity in God yeah. to do something like that. And so, for both of us, it wasn't necessarily like, oh my gosh, yeah, like let's flip this table. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. literally throw this table or whatever. But it was like, wow, this has been happening to us, and now maybe it's a time to like explain that or share that in a yeah. different way. Yeah, for sure. What about you? Yeah, like when we shared, when I shared the name with my husband, when I made the Instagram, he was like, well, that's your name. No. I'm like, yeah. He's like, that's so intense. You guys are so intense. A nine. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's not intense. I was like, literally, it, it can take so many different meanings. Like, obviously, the Lord is like flipping tables inside of us. Like, mm-hmm. I think that Jesus is literally flipping the tables over what's going on in the church right now but also I think of it like from a really calm like point of view like mm-hmm. hey you think this let let me flip the table for you real quick like let me give you another perspective yeah and I think that our episodes will embody both 
Yeah. I think that there will be intense times where we're like, this is just wrong, <laughs> you know, yeah. and there is Straight no right, clear. Yeah. it's wrong. And, and then there'll be other times where we're like, okay, well just think about this. Yeah. You know, like not, and, and we never want this to be us being like, well, we've had such deep revelation. Now everyone <laughs> needs to get on our Holier level. Than thou. You know? yeah. It's yeah. just like our obligation to share the things that the Lord's teaching us mm-hmm. and to, and like to use the time that we live in to our advantage. Like we live in such an amazing time where, where people literally take hours out of their lives to listen to the revelations of other people through podcasts. Yeah. And like, that's so cool. Like we can literally all grow at such rapid. Yeah. Together. Pace. Yeah. It's not us teaching people. It's like, no, all of us at the same time. Yeah. Like half of the things, like half of the things that I feel like I'll even bring up or that are even brought up in my mind to even talk about on this podcast are because I listened I listened to someone else. I yeah. listened to their story or I like took a minute to lay down all of my thoughts and beliefs to just hear somebody else out. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean I always walk away believing what they believe. I just walk away with more perspective. Mm-hmm. And honestly, through doing that and through being able to lay down my beliefs and just hear people out, I have developed so much more compassion. Yeah. And so we're not saying leave these conversations believing everything we believe. Leave these conversations willing to listen to people. Yeah, that's so good. That's what I love about podcasts because I don't know if I really listen as intently as I do when I'm listening to a podcast. Like, I almost literally want to respond to the person. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) And then afterwards, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I have so many thoughts about all these things, but it's rare to like have a generation of people that are really willing and like able to listen to one another and I think that's what I mean that's just the best part about doing a podcast or even listening to one yeah that's so good and also like the fact that we're doing this together and not just on our own like we're offering you know two completely different perspectives and obviously you know we we find ourselves pretty much in the same area as far as our beliefs go mm-hmm. but we have two completely different backgrounds and yeah. uh like ways to identify with people across the whole spectrum mm-hmm. and so like we just like want to introduce ourselves talk about where we're from yeah. <laughs> and and why we are so different and yeah. and it's so cool because we've come to a place where we like see the world so similarly just mm-hmm. through our experiences but we don't come from similar worlds at all yeah. so it's definitely like meeting in the middle yeah yeah it's great literally geographically <laughs> just everything literally everything yeah. so uh carrie where are you from um i'm from seattle area so um i was born in seattle washington and i lived there until i was 21 um until i moved to colorado springs to do um, to work with a nonprofit organization, um, that we both were a part of. Yeah. Um, I think my upbringing is, is definitely interesting. Like, my mom is a strong believer, and, um, my dad isn't as much, uh, but I didn't really grow up, like, in the church. Mm. And I think that's the benefit of, like, my experience working in a Christian nonprofit, is a lot of those things I had, like, no language for. I was like, I've never even experienced, like, this church yeah. world, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Or this, like, purity culture, all those random things. And, yeah. and so for me, like, growing up in, in such a liberal place, I had a lot of friends that just believed the same things as me. I was never really, like, 
super challenged in my views. Um, but Seattle's obviously like a super interesting place. It's a very anxious city, um, pretty dark at times because it's always raining there. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was as I was growing up, like I just felt like I needed truth, like mm-hmm. genuinely in my life. I needed something that actually challenged me and like, I guess, stretched me like something mm-hmm. that was like, would hit me in a different way. And I, I knew God was real. Like I had always felt like I had a relationship with God, but in my head I was like, okay, if God's real, then like, what is he saying? (laughs) Can somebody tell me like what to do? And I always felt like, um, I was just trapped in this like gray area. Like I was always asking like, where is the black and white? Like, where is Mm. the truth? And, um, it took me getting to such an anxious place in my like late teens and early twenties and being like, okay, God, like, what do you say? Because I was like, freaking out I was like oh my gosh like so anxious about all these different things so stressed like I hadn't even lived my life yet and I was like I'm never gonna live my life to the fullest like I'm never gonna do all these things that I want to do and like was so paralyzed by it and um there was like one week where I just was like so anxious so stressed out and I was like really at the end of my road and I just randomly like opened my bible and I was like oh like I actually feel something different here like reading this and so I think that really got me out of like a hard place but I realized like truth has always been to me like this gut feeling Mm -hmm. even if it's contradicting what I believe it's like a gut thing and I was like okay well I'm gonna just pursue this whatever like whatever it costs me whatever it is like I'm not gonna ever give up my integrity or like the integrity of God in my actions and so yeah I I would say I became more conservative (laughs) coming (laughs) from Seattle to here and not like politically but just like realizing God really has like strict like places where his truth is and that's like his holiness it's not to like withhold from us but it's like to actually give us something more and Mm, so yeah I definitely came from a like completely different place and now I'm like oh this makes more sense in me now you know yeah like as you get older you're like oh this makes sense this is where I wanted to be yep but it's so good but yeah what about you so I'm from the opposite side of the map. <laughs> the South. I'm from Georgia. Um, yeah, I'm from the South. Um, I was raised a believer because on- honestly, I thought everybody was. <laughs> like I thought everybody was a Christian. Of course. The thought of someone not knowing Jesus just did not make sense to me. Um, I think I was like saved at age four. <laughs> Which is so crazy. Um, yeah, my Sunday school teacher was a missionary, so I wanted to be a missionary too. Of course. And I let that be known. And um, somewhere along the way, um, I just I think I just lost like the beauty of the cross. Like it did not have any weight in my life. And and I'm not speaking for all of the South when I say this, but I think that you know that the gospel has lost a lot of its value and I think Mm -hmm. that to be a Christian is to be a conservative Republican um to be a a quiet humble um wife uh submissive like it it just has so many things tied to it Mm -hmm. and growing up in the church I didn't want anything to do with that um especially after growing up and just feeling like okay I'm an adult now um I'm, I'm like in my early twenties and I don't want to, to be like any of these people. <laughs> and that's so, so sad. I have to get out of here in order to 
fully jump into what the Lord has for me. I don't think I can do it here. And yeah. um, so I, I moved to Colorado and I pursued missions and um, I had a heart for missions. I still do. I still mm -hmm. have a heart for missions. Um, and yeah, I, I escaped the South. <laughs> um, and Ran no, away. And no, like, uh, literally no shade, no shame or anything if you live in the South. Um, honestly, like, I am, I'm proud of you, you know, for living your life there, um, because it's, it's difficult. It's literally, it's, it's so difficult. I just lived in Georgia for a year, um, this past year mm -hmm. and it was so hard. I was like, this feels like an actual mission field because I, wow. I just could sense the, the weariness in the church Yeah, and it, it was, it literally, that's what it feels like. Just everyone is so tired and mm -hmm. everyone puts on a face and not saying that these aren't people who really love the Lord, but it's like they love the Lord and they're putting on a face to present to other people because they think that's what they need. Yeah. They're like, you need to see me at this place. So I'm going to put on this face and everyone is tired. Like, you know, my friends in the church, a lot of them just seem so tired. Um, obviously that's, that doesn't go for everyone. That's just kind of like a general statement, but, um, I married a man from Alaska and he grew up in a very liberal, um, family, uh, but grew up in a, you know, his grandmother was a believer and raised him in church, but he, he did not grow up like as a Christian. And so when we got married, it was like two opposite <laughs> worlds colliding and me just like realizing like, whoa, like even as a believer who has said, I want to be a missionary who was like moved out of Georgia. I'm the only person in my family that lives outside of the state of Georgia. Wow. I'll have you know. And so, so I live, I live here and it's a big deal that I live not in the South. A couple states. Yeah. 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 It's a big deal. I'm like, I feel like the black sheep in, in many senses, but, um, literally even living here as, you know, as this missionary in Colorado, I still, like, my husband would call me out for racist things that I would say as wow. a believer, a woman, a grown-up in her grown -up. mid 20s just, like, just, just saying things that I had no idea was wrong mm. and that the church didn't teach me was wrong. And I, literally, it's been growing and stretching and, like, I, I find myself now, you know, having the courage to call people out or call people higher. And I, every time I do it, I'm like, I'm not trying to sound condescending. I am with you in this yeah. journey. Literally a year ago, my husband was calling me out because of a racial slur that I said that I didn't even know was yeah. bad. You know, like I am literally, I'm growing and I, I'm embarrassed. Like one of the things I said when doing a podcast is like, I don't know if I want to do a podcast because there are people who know the things I've said. Wow. There are people who yeah. know the things I've done. Yeah. And like, will that come back to haunt me? And it very well may. But yeah. I but I will be the first one to say I'm not perfect and I'm growing. But I come from a place where a lot of bad things are okay. And cultural. You know? Yeah. And Christian. Yeah. And it's so interesting because I think of that, you know, that story where it's like your friend falls into a hole or something and like multiple people come by and they're like, oh, I'll send on a rope or oh, I'll send yeah. on a ladder. And then the third person is like, oh, I'll come down, like, I've been there, like, I'll show you the way. Yes. And I think that's what we're doing. It's not necessarily from a place of, like, oh, I've always known, and yeah. I'm so much holier than now, <laughs> you know? No. It's from a place of, like, I've actually experienced this, and I've seen freedom here, and I've seen, like, healing in my life, and healing right. in the way I treat others, 
And so, like, come with me. Like, I know yes. the way. Yeah, very much so. So, over the, the course of these next however long this podcast lasts, yeah. make it last a long time, guys. <laughs> We'll just keep pumping them out, even if it's, yeah. even if none of you listen. Yeah. <laughs> no, we just um, you know we want we want to cover a lot of things, and uh, we want to we want to talk about things that you guys are interested in, obviously. So right now, the one place where you can find um, both of us is um, on Instagram. We do have um, an Instagram page for our podcast. Uh, we also individually have our Instagram pages as well. Um, our podcast. Instagram uh, name is Flip the Tables Podcast, and um, both of us are tagged on there. Our first and all accounts are. Uh, so we like want feedback. Yeah. <laughs> we want to know like where what you guys want to talk about. You know, mm-hmm. even if it's something we haven't dove into, like we'll dive into it. Mm-hmm. We'll, or even if it's something you didn't like. Yeah. Like something like, oh, why did yes. you say that? That wasn't, you know. Yeah. Like we want to have that that dialogue. You know, we want this to feel like a like a community, mm-hmm. you know? And so, yeah, find us on Instagram. That's where we are right now. You know, that could expand if if the demand is higher. <laughs> could expand to, like, LinkedIn. Yeah, <laughs> start so my LinkedIn. Yeah, I don't even know what's on there. <laughs> yeah, MySpace. Yeah. Like, um, but, yeah, oh, some God. of the topics that, I mean, we just kind of wanted to give an overview of, like, some of the topics that, we want to cover some of the things that have been on our minds these last couple months as we've been preparing to start this podcast. Yeah. Um, and so if you want to share those. Yeah, just uh, deconstruction. Like, that's a huge thing that uh, has been on my radar lately. Just as I've realized, without even intentionally seeking it out, <laughs> just being like, wow, like, I'm literally having to strip away a lot of learned things, so, yeah. um, and then finding out that deconstruction is, in fact, a whole process that a lot of the church is going through right now, so deconstruction, um, orthodox faith, spiritual abuse, um, Sabbath, missions, um, messianic Judaism, uh, conservative Christian, uh, lifestyle, Christian-themed um, brands, artists, um, creations, you know, things that are created by Christians, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of like diving into a lot of those things and um, our experience with those things and yeah. what they are. And, um, you know, also just, I, I have like a thing that I kind of wrote out when we were thinking about starting this podcast and... Uh, I wrote out, in a world where revival has become a business building term and breakthrough is super transactional rather than supernatural, where is Jesus? Yikes. And like, <laughs> it's so true. Like, I have seen the word revival just so monopolized. Like, yeah. it's literally, it's a word that makes me cringe and it should be something that my heart just longs for. And when mm. I hear it, I want to vomit. It's lost meaning. Yeah. Like, what does revival mean? Yeah. Especially in America. Oof. <laughs> Yeah, so we just want to, you know, we want to look outside of the evangelical four walls and mm-hmm. see how others are living out their faith. And so um, that's our biggest thing is we want to, le- I want to be a learner. I know Carrie wants to be, a- we just want to learn. Yeah. And through that, we want to, um, we're, re- we're rebuilding, mm-hmm. you know, deconstruction isn't just so you can sit there bare. It's so you can rebuild something that's actually solid. Yeah, and so. Good. That's what we're trying to do, <laughs> rebuild, yeah. slowly but surely. And, like, 
what's been on my mind lately is like how loving it is that God like allows us to rebuild things in our lives and allows things to die. Like it's actually his kindness and his grace to let things die in us. Yeah. Even though it's like the most painful thing. (laughs) And like, what does it mean to actually dive into these different like topics or figure out like why the church is this way or why we are this way? Like, um, what were the original sins? What do we like so quickly fall into? And that, is something that, like, obviously we're both constantly learning. Yeah. And so each week just... I don't know what we're going to do weekly. <laughs> we might as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've been asking, and so okay, we're yeah. going to do weekly. Here we go. <laughs> um, but diving into those topics and just even, like, art and Jesus, um, narcissism in the church, stuff like that, lighthearted. Just <laughs> super lighthearted. <laughs> Why Christian art is sometimes so embarrassing. Yeah. Like, genuinely. Yes. Yes. Stuff like that where it's like, we're not acting as if we're experts, but yeah, we're, we're just, just trying to learn. <laughs> yeah. We're just taking a step into it, taking you with us, I guess, you know. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you want to come. <laughs> That's good. So, um, in our next episode, we're going to be diving into... A pretty intense topic, um, but narcissism in the church, um, pretty much idolizing ourselves over idolizing, well not idolizing, worshiping God, um, and what that actually looks like. Because I think when we look at if whatever you're worshiping will bear certain fruit, and so when we look at um, self-worship or self-obsession or even narcissism, it it like has different fruit than if we were worshiping God um, and what that looks like, like an abuse of power and um, even just deceit and all those other things um, and how that actually comes from the original sin of trying to be God. Like when we look at the fall, like Adam essentially was cursed and God was like, you will want to rule over your wife. That wasn't a commandment, that was a curse. and what it looks like when we try to be God and like the evil that comes from that. Um, yeah. That's gonna be a good one. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that <laughs> stresses me out. Bad. Anybody else nervous? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah, so it's gonna be fun. And some weeks, like we said, will be more lighthearted. Um, this won't just always be our two voices. We wanna bring in other people. Um, there are some people that are like, that I'm dying to be able to interview. Um, some people are just like, I don't know if I, how to even reach them. <laughs> like those are just like dream guests, I guess. Yeah. But, um, we're gonna, we're gonna get there, guys. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, there are people, um, doing really amazing things in the world that, uh, that aren't like throwing the stamp of Christian on it, yeah. you know? They just are being Jesus, and yeah. the fruit is just good. And um, those are the people that I want to hear from. I want to hear from the people that are that are actually making like a huge difference. And there's no need to throw Christian or whatever yeah. on it. It's just good, you know. It's, it's just real and yeah. authentic. Yeah. So we are excited to have um, lots of different people on this podcast and. Uh, we're just grateful that you're listening to us. This yeah, we made it this far. <laughs> we just <laughs> applaud you. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, we'll catch you on episode two. Yep. 
And we'll see you on Instagram, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll see you on Instagram, on our very own Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> Look right. at the tables. <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks. We love you. See ya.